Live from the prison cell that holds all of Oakland Raiders fans, it's from the Hawks Nest. You know, the Oakland County Coliseum's outdated, but I don't know if it's that bad. Yeah, and you know what? That podcast intro is outdated, because I said from the Hawks Nest instead of the Seahawks Nest. Do you like that? Yeah, that was retro. <laughs> Hashtag throwback Tuesday. How about this? Every time someone someone notices I do it, and I don't say something about it on the podcast, tweet me, and I'll give you a sticker. Uh, from the, uh, uh, sorry, uh, the Seahawks Nest sticker will be coming to you if you can do that. If I don't see, notice it right away and you do, I will give you a, the Seahawks Nest. I almost did it again right there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Seahawks Nest, the penultimate preseason edition of the Seahawks Nest. We have one more preseason game, right? That's right. We have Oakland on Thursday. Everyone's playing Thursday games this week. In Oakland. Everyone's playing? Oh, I guess, yeah, because uh, the season starts next Thursday. Yep. And, and everyone needs their rest. And college ball starts over the weekend, so for some reason, college ball is the only, like, football is the only sport where college and pros actually play nicely to make it so you can watch whatever you want. <laughs> Isn't so that I'm, odd? I'm a fan of that. If you need to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter, at Seahawks Nest. Email us at from the Hawks, podcast at FromTheHawksNest.com. Got Woo. there. You got it. That, that actually, that old website is is fine. Uh, Eric, coming in a little hot. I'm going to turn you down a little bit. That's fine. Okay, here we go. That's how it goes. Uh, Kevin, give us our SoundCloud, all of our information. So you can find us on SoundCloud as the Seahawks Nest, and uh, we're on Reddit, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Basically, if you see the Seahawks Nest somewhere, that's us. That's us. Except for the bar. The bar is not us. We If that bar sucks, I've never been there. So if that bar sucks, it's not my fault. Oh, I forgot there is a bar called the Seahawks. Yeah, but great. if that bar was us, they'd have really good food. Yeah, it would. you get fat there. Yeah, um, stiff right. drinks. So the first round of cuts are in. Uh, our lads has updated, and so we're ready to record. Uh, we can look at the depth chart as is, because that is the most important and interesting thing that happens in preseason football. The roster, the roster bubble. We lost Brandon Browner today. May he rest in peace. Pour out your 40 for Brandon Browner. But he is the slowest person in the universe, and so he was never going to make the That's team. That's right. 40, the number of penalties he can no longer get us on yeah. pass interference calls this season. <laughs> Speed matters, and I think that's why Jari Evans basically has no shot to make the team either. Because those, bo- those guys just both look like they're a little over the hill. And it, it happens to NFL players. It's sad, and it sucks that they can't last forever, but that's that's how it is. You know what's good about that, though? Evans would have started for us last year. So at least yep. the interior of our line has gotten better. Oh, yeah. The interior of our line is certainly the strength of the... It's a strength of the offense now, to be honest. They've really turned the corner. Britt is incredible. Justin Britt, Britt the stud. Britt was so good. We cut a player who I think actually has value in the NFL, Patrick Lewis, yeah. and just said, you know what, let's roll with the, the cheaper Joey Hunt, who probably is worse than Lewis right now, but he has potential. And well, he's roll- a shotgun snapper, which Lewis sometimes struggled with. Yeah, and so let's roll with Joey Hunt, and then we got Britt. Britt's awesome, and I'm, I'm down. Britt, Britt, this plays to all of his strengths. Yeah, dude, he's putting a cement boot upside defensive tackles every game. Do you think Patrick Lewis makes his way to the practice squad, or is he's going to pick no, up? No, somebody's going to pick him up. Uh, somebody like uh, Houston lost Nick Martin at there was, center. There was rumors that we were going to be able to trade him for a sixth or seventh rounder, so I'm I'm fairly certain some team has interest in him. Uh, but that uh, those are the two interesting cuts, I thought. The cutting, cutting uh, Brandon Browner and cutting Patrick Lewis. I think, other than that, there were really no surprises, and the, the big battles continue. Yeah, you know the the running back battle between Tremaine Pope and Alex Collins is in full swing, and uh, I think Collins is probably the favorite at this point. I think C.J. Proseis and Thomas Rawls are super safe. Uh, we're 
obviously keep me four running backs, right? And Kristen Michael Sr. has definitely kept his spot. Yeah, Kristen Michael Sr. is, he's been really good. It's like a different person. He, he, he's all grown up. It's like in that scene in Swingers, you know, <laughs> where Vince Vaughn jumps on the table and he yells, you're grown up and you're grown up. You know, that's, that's what, that's what happened to Christian Michael over the off season. Just putting the senior on the back of the jersey did it. I'm proud it. of him. Should have done it sooner. Uh, are there any, any big things you're looking for in this Raiders game besides don't get hurt? All right. So I think that the big thing here, and I don't know if I successfully turned you down or not, because man, you are. I, coming you know in. what? I'm just going to back off because you told me to come in. It's... You're you're coming in hotter than the sun, brother. I'm right here. Which you know, what? I kind of like it. I kind of like it. <laughs> you're hotter. Your your body is hotter than the sun. And Thank now, you. Now your voice is too. Yeah, it's uh, about so, time. So uh, the uh, I got a fever. The running back battle is interesting. The Tremaine Pope, Alex Collins saying Tremaine Pope has shown a lot, but it's been against third team defenses, and uh, I think they still think they can, they probably believe they can sneak him through waivers. So you I know. Think Pope's probably the cut there. I think if we needed a returner, we'd keep Pope because yeah. he's, he's Flash as a returner. So if this is like pre-Lockett, maybe we have Pope. But I think that Alex Collins is a more complete running back. But I definitely think the carries they get in this game will tell you. Um, and then uh, wide receiver is the other big one. Uh, there are four guys pretty much locked in. Baldwin, Curse, Lockett, Richardson. Those guys made the team. Uh, you can just chalk that one up. Unless one of them gets hurt, those four guys are yeah. on the team. Shh. <laughs> Why are you surprised by that one of those? I didn't know. I don't know. I just don't about about getting hurt. Just don't. Oh, talk there's about a guy whose last name starts about... with R that you should not say that around. Okay, so then we've got we've got basically six guys left for one or two spots because the team's going to keep five or six, and I really think you can focus in on on four of those guys. I think that Uzoma Wachuku and Douglas McNeil probably won't make the team unless. No. They're value, unless they're valuing something, I, I'm not. So we've got basically Cason Williams, Antoine Goodley, Kenny Lawler, and Tanner McAvoy. Um, here's the thing. McAvoy, we're thin at tight end right now. And McAvoy is like six foot six, 230 pounds. I think that they're going to give him a look at tight end in this last preseason game. Watch for that. That is the most interesting thing about the Raiders game to me. And if he can block better than Spatula Hands, he's got a shot. <laughs> if he can block better than Jimmy Graham. I think Spatula Hands is a worse blocker. Okay, then that's that. we have the worst blocking tight ends of all time. Yes, uh, we, we knew that. Tanner McAvoy, if he can just get in dudes' ways and slow them down, I think that he'll make the team just because he's big, he's a wide receiver slash tight end, and we could probably sneak him through waivers once all our tight ends are healthy. So that that's like the total package. It means that he made the team. Which, yeah, that Vanette injury uh, plays a big role on so our let's numbers. let's just assume McAvoy makes the team as like a flex wide receiver tight end. Goodley, Lawler, Williams. Who do you guys like? Williams has the edge because he's experienced on the team. I think Lawler has the most talent as a receiver, and they've been giving him tries at special teams. If you see a heavy dose of him as like a um, coming off the edge on special teams or something, then I think... That's their push to get him on the roster. It's like you're in my brain, brother. I was thinking the same thing. Their Lawler is playing special teams now, and if he looks good on special teams and doesn't look like a lost puppy, he can overtake Casey Williams because he is the more talented guy. For I, sure. I think it's Lawler's job to lose. Having said that, I think he can lose it this week. Yeah. If he has a bad week, he's out. Completely. Williams agree. in. But Lawler is uh, Lawler's my my dog in this race. All right. Yeah. I also think Williams is the easier one to slip onto the practice squad. Do we keep more than six uh, six linebackers? Uh, Michael Morgan, no. Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, Cassius Marsh, Brock Coyle, Kevin Pierre-Lewis. Is that the six right there? Does Eric Pinkins, Steve Longa, or Cassius Palacio have a chance? I think that Pinkins has a chance. I think Pinkins has a shot too, but I don't know who you'd cut for him. Like, I really don't think they would cut, cut ties with Kevin Pierre-Lewis at this point. 
I hope not. I've always liked him. I like Pinkins. I don't think he has a shot unless they open it up somewhere else. Okay, let's go to defensive line. Well, really quickly on that, I think oh. there's something else that plays into it, and it's oh. about DBs. Okay. Um, if you look, the nickel blitz was really effective in the last game against mm-hmm. Dallas. And if you look, we've been trying to kind of play some of that. And we have such strong tackling DBs with players like Shed and Lane. I mean, Terrell got a sack in the last game. So I think that the fact that we're probably going to be playing nickel and maybe doing some blitz packages out of nickel decreases that need for safeties or for linebackers even more. Yeah, uh, I think the team would rather, we, because of how good our safeties are, McCray, Terrell, Shed, all these guys that are, I mean, Shed's a cor- basically a cornerback at this point, but those guys can all, they're all big, and they can all play safety, and they can all play in the box or out of the box. They can play on the sideline or not. Because of that, I think they'd rather throw one of those guys on the field in a nickel package than keep a bunch of linebackers out there. I, I fully think, agree. It's yeah. a better option than Morgan out there. Yeah, just keep Wagner and then one of and then couple of, throw 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 McCray out there. You know, it's like that's probably better. Uh, okay, defensive line I think is the other interesting one. Uh, yeah, especially tackle. We're keeping Bennett. We're keeping Averill. We got Clark, Hill, and Ruben are in. Marsh is in. He's played Reed, his way in this Reed game. Yes, yes. I think Marsh is in, but as a linebacker, so I don't think we can. We need to really worry about him. Okay. okay. Quentin Jefferson, Justin Hamilton, Tony McDaniel, Brandon Bryant. I mean, only like one or two of these guys are going to make it's it. It's going to be McDaniel and it's going to be Jefferson. People love look, McDaniel. Well, Justin, look at our I feel Justin Hamilton has really done pretty decent this preseason. I, I like him. I just, that kind of depresses me a little bit. That, but Here's the thing. I Hamilton, understand it. Hamilton did not play well week one. Then all of a sudden we signed McDaniel. And then when it was Hamilton and McDaniel in there at the same time, suddenly they could run stuff. Yeah. McDaniel, we know, is a run stopper. I think Hamilton's been riding McDaniel's coattails a little bit. I think McDaniel gives us something a little more, especially with Reed being out. It gives us a big body who can come in for Ruben and be paired up with a guy like Hill or Jefferson as a pass rusher. Hamilton reminds me of Pinkins in the sense that I can correlate the two. Like I like Hamilton, not as much as Pinkins, but I feel in different positions here, but I feel like Hamilton is good, probably not going to make the team. Okay, and then we got uh, cornerbacks. Do you think we keep five or six cornerbacks? Uh, it depends on who you count as a corner and who you count as a safety. Because okay, I'm, I'm counting Lane, Shed, Rich Sherman, and Simon. Those are uh, those are all corners. I think you just named all the corners we're keeping. You don't think we'll keep Burley or Ty Smith? I don't. I think we're going to keep Powell as a safety corner hybrid. Okay, so Ty, so you have McCray, Terrell, and Powell making the team. Yep, cutting Lambert, Smith, Burley, and Elliot. I can see that. It's funny. I have I have us keeping Ty Smith, and when I was about to say it out loud, I was like, "No, we're not." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I I will say I think we're keeping him, but eh, maybe not. But no, we're not. <laughs> I always I I like Marcus Burley, and I I he's had flashes of being pretty good. He's also had flashes of being pretty bad. Well, and he's a nickel corner, and we already have Jeremy Lane. Yeah, it, when sh- I think Lane will start on the outside. And then kick in on the inside, and Shed will play the outside on third and fourth down. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think that also Shed. Sorry, I should have turned my cell phone on silent. That's all right. Shed also, you know, he can he can he's shown that he has the ability to play the inside at least I'd say as well as Burley. The only thing Burley has history with this team, and that doesn't always take you to the top or take you into onto the team. But I just feel it's kind of it will be difficult to cut Burley. I mean, that, I don't think that matters to Pete Carroll as much. There's not a lot of loyalty there, although I do think some guys are getting carried on like their practice history. Like Therald <laughs> Simon is a good example of this, yes. to be honest. He's getting carried on the fact that he's had 
a million good practices that they say he's just he's so good, he's so good, he's so good. But and did you like Simon in this last game? We against- have to, yeah, he played better. Simon plays seventy five percent of the snaps well and totally screws up twenty five percent, and it kills me every time because you'll see things like he will simultaneously get beat and hold. Like he's like a Brandon Browner level of infuriating. He's, he's double dipping at least. He's not going to save it for two different penalties. He's just going to do it all in one. Kevin, somehow you got a penalty I, when you gave up a long touchdown. I have another question, Kevin, for you. Just one more question before we we uh, pop out of here because we pretty much covered the whole team. But I just I wanted to go back to offensive line. Reese Hambo, is he just going to be stuck because the inside of our line is so good now? Is he just kind of stuck behind everyone? Like I feel bad. I feel a little bad because he's not like he doesn't seem bad. He seems pretty decent, like better than Jari Evans at least. Oh, yeah, he's definitely making the team over Jari Evans. I think he's our best backup guard, which is a you know a good thing. But if you look, when they put him out of tackle, he just looked a step slow. He oh, cannot yeah. handle it. He's not He's not a tackle. He's, so, he's such a guard. Yep, so in my head, what he is is he is the guy who's playing backup guard. So when a Fetty kicks out to tackle next year, he'll slide into that guard role and suddenly the oh, offensive maybe, line up. And maybe he can just serviceably, serviceably back up all five line or four of the five line positions. That's not a bad spot to be in. You know, just like, yeah. hey, he's a serviceable tackle that will not just totally blow the game. I actually think he's pretty decent, though. I I like the football player that we signed there. And once a Fetty's ready to play tackle, you know, that, you know, just pop him in right, right guard. Yep. As far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's the that's our take on the Seahawks. Uh, what to look for in the next game, those position battles that we're looking for. And, uh, oh, were... and stop saying that we need a veteran quarterback. Trevon Boykin's doing well. Yeah, Trevon Shh. Boykin is fine. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with Trevon Boykin, and you know what? If if we if Russell Wilson dies uh, because he finally loses his virginity, no, that was a tasteless joke. My bad. Uh, if Russell Wilson gets struck by lightning and we need to play Trayvon Boykin, and Trayvon Boykin isn't good, guess what? Tavares Jackson will still be there, not signed by anyone. Well, and honestly, we'll there's no okay. there's there's no veteran we could get out there that would you know be Russell Wilson quality that would deliver this team where we want this team to go. Not to mention Boykin has the skills to play the type of offense we do. He's the kind of guy. Put him in for three games. He goes one and two. If the rest of the team plays lights out, he goes two and one. Right. That's all you need from a backup. And I feel like I feel like Tavares would give us 500 football, and I think Boykin. Although he'll he'll throw as many picks as Tavares, I don't. I think he'll take those chances to get a few more a few more yards. Not I mean, you can just a, you can just ask uh, Tavares Jackson's wife about his accuracy. It's not oh, anything to write oh. about. All right, on the high note, that is the uh, the final quick version of the Seahawks Nest podcast. Yeah, they're gonna get they're gonna get a lot longer after this. Apologies to uh, people who don't like listening to this, but somehow still listen to this. Yep, get ready for forty five minutes of intense Seahawks all action. F- all fifty of you guys who keep listening, uh, now you're gonna <laughs> be real sad. Uh, make sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Hit us up on TuneIn or Stitcher. Uh, follow, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Give us five star rating there. That helps us the most. If you want to support the pod, uh, follow us on. Or you can follow us on Twitter, too. That helps, too. Twitter.com slash Seahawks Nest. Uh, find us on Facebook, the Seahawks Nest. Find us on Reddit, the Seahawks Nest. I'm going to stop plugging things now because I think that gets super old. We do get back to you, though. Kevin will get back to you on Twitter immediately. We do answer emails. If you record a question for us, we'll play it on the show. And, uh, you know, we love interacting with you because, frankly, it's that's the way we know that 
you're listening and we can we can make the show easier for us by talking about stuff you want to talk about. All right, for Kevin Garber, Eric Ronenbeck, I'm Nathan Santo, and shout out to my garage door opening and closing.